Welcome to Maui. Uh, we, uh, you know, that I've, no, I will never stop on this one. Not that I ever stopped on 9-11 or any, any of those, but, uh, you know, we, we just didn't learn our lesson, did we? 
You know, they, they, they just, they, the government, very powerful, just crushed all dissenting voices. That is, voices that have the truth, that have love, that have the truth, that have life, that have God, that have prosperity, that have families, that have protection, that have reverence, that have love thy neighbor. Well, these are the crimes. These are crimes to the, I, I guess we, we're now calling them leftards. I don't know really what, what you would call them. I mean, I, I don't, I consider most people neither completely, unless, you know, people are indoctrinated to what we might call left, but leftism is Luciferianism. Anything on the left is Lucifer. The, right, the righteous path, the right-hand path is righteous. They say right-wing, then they say bigot. It's like, no, the bigots, the real bigots right now are the Democrat Party. But they've always been the bigots. They, they were Jim Crow. They were the Ku Klux Klan. I never have understood the relationship between black people and the Democrat Party. I never have. Or between here and New Mexico. I'm just an observer, you know, I'm in a minority of, of white people here. Okay, fine. Um, the, I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I've been a minority for a long time. You know, if you want to look at it that way, but I never even look at it that way. I got to deal with people here and they're, you know, they're Hispanic and part Indian and whatever, and they, they have accents and they, you know, speak Spanish and they, but, you know, they have their own dialect and it's a New Mexico dialect and I, I have to grapple with all of it and we have the struggles we have and try to get stuff done and, you know, try to hire people that are honest and, and uh, try to avoid getting uh, into a, a problem. And, um, you know, the same kind of give and take and stuff that you have in regular society, you know what I mean? I mean, it's, uh, you know, I guess Albuquerque's turned violent, you know, it's kind of like the wild, wild west now. Um, and that's mainly because the cartels have been, you know, pretty much own it. The, po the police have proven to be, you know, just, just taking, just doing my... Just following orders, uh, yeah. So the last thing I heard that made me, you know, I've had a lot of tears because of Maui. But the tears are really not just Maui, it's everything. It's when they can't sexually abuse children, then they take great pleasure in killing them. And they want them to wonder, well, why am I dying? So... I'm all for this. Maui for Hawaiians. Kick the fucking goddamn piece of shit USA out. I'm embarrassed I ever went there. I'm embarrassed. It's terrible. You talk about the ugly American, the 
only real ugly Americans there are. You know, I mean, I know that if you watch the show Dark Winds, which is produced by white man, uh, white, whitey, white, white, white man, pretending to be a liberal, but harboring that racism, Robert Redford. So he goes overboard to compensate for that leftward. All leftwards are racist, you know, inherently. You may not see it until you're behind closed doors because they hide it. Then they blame all conservatives for being racist to hide their own racism. But nothing is more racist than whatever policies led to Lahaina. And I am all for removing, you know, the laser, the get the fucking Navy out of there. What a piece of shit organization that is. I'm, I, you know, I'm glad that, um, you know, in, in my own family, we had, uh, you know, Marine celebration, a ship named after my uh, late uncle for his running into the machine gun fire on Guadalcanal. And um, it was all for nothing. All for nothing. All for nothing. All for the USA evil. All for the Bohemian Grove. Also, my grandfather could go hang out at the Bohemian Grove with his buddies. What an embarrassment. And then these people got so powerful... And they're racist. The Bohemian Club originally, there was, you know, of course there's no, no blacks allowed. Certain entertainers. You know some of the entertainers that got in there? Steve Miller. <laughs> Keep on rocking me, baby. Yeah, Steve, way to fucking go. And we have... The Grateful Dead. Well, of course, with a name like that, that's, that's, they're all like that. Bohemian Grove, they are the Grateful Dead. Right? Because once you're initiated, you, you're dead. That's it. It's your funeral. They say it's your birthday, to coin the Beatles phrase. But what they mean by that song is that's your you know, first day of initiation, so we need to get up and dance, i.e., you know, sexual activity. <laughs> you know, see if they accept you, if you take your pants off or whatever, you know, just whatever other hazing thing they do. I mean, it's just, it's, they, they are the ones who destroyed the earth, okay? The ones that gang stalk you, the ones that demand these rituals, demand these hazing, demand these initiations. They went and stole the island. I have trouble even looking at any more news because of what they did. And the idea that there are people out there, of course, there's abusers out there like John Podesta, the you know Skippy the abuser. Where's my Skippy song? How come it always disappears? How come music always disappears? I put it in this stupid, you know, awful, horrible speaker thing, which is the worst, just total torture every with that you know and I have to say it's the worst app that has ever been made but you know it's it's convenient and I use it because I'm not you know I just think people are boring when they're on video they don't have more than one they don't have a professional shoot 
you know what I mean? It's just a talking head. People, what, what I do is I just turn the phone upside down and just listen. You know, the radio is king, man. And you don't have to worry about a bad hair day. But I, you know, the idea that the police, you know, who is in on this hit, right? The governor is Mr. WEF. He's the poster boy for W. Josh, you know, left hard a-hole. And he, all the way down, all the law enforcement, everybody followed orders, fire department, law enforcement, and they... You know, the guy that owns the the place I used to love to go, Cheeseburger in Paradise, (laughs) because they had a breakfast where they had like, it was like a cheeseburger, you know, with with a scrambled egg kind of combo thing, just sprawled out on the plate, just, you know, blended together. And it was delicious. And it, it overlooked the water, the Lahaina Harbor, the little harbor. And then out beyond the harbor, off to the left, there's like a good a good left break. You have to kind of paddle out pretty far to get out there. You know, kind of a, a, a Ohana vibe, you know, not a real, kind of Aloha, you know, not too aggro against, you know, tourists who uh, want to go surfing. I'm saying now, get as aggro as you want. Get in their face, you know, slash their tires, send them home. Bar the island from Howley's completely. Because, see, along with that comes the U.S. government. And if you get, you know, I guess the real experts are right here. I've got uh, people treated like the Mauians right here with the Navajo, right here with the Zia, right here with, uh, you know, the Utes, right here with all these uh, people that got completely screwed by the leftward, by the left. All right. And then the left turned around and made the right like the left. The right are the racists. I mean, I, I, I don't consider myself right wing or left wing. I'm kind of in the middle because right now the way I'm talking, I'm talking like a communist. <laughs> I'm talking like a left wing revolutionary the way the left used to be because it shifts through time. And I'm sorry I'm kind of emotional. I just, I just can't take one more thing. It's just... But I do want to fight. I want to fight and I want to win. Fighting can't just be giving up and let God do everything and I just sit there. It can't be that. There's got to be more to it than that because that won't satisfy me. You know what I mean? You know, sell, you know, give praise to God because he's avenging you. Well, that may be, that may be on a gross scale, like the world being completely destroyed finally and them getting it and then going off with God somewhere, you know? In his multidimensional, omnipresent, uh, you know, infinite uh, uh, quantum, beyond quantum, uh, whatever existence. But um, so that guy, the guy that owned that cheeseburger in paradise, you know, old timer, you know, old school guy, and I, I forget his name now, but he was saying that, you know, there are cars that are parked up along the, the road there by, you know, where his his shop got burned, I believe, along with everything, like Mick Fleetwood's place, all those places. And uh, the police wouldn't let anyone out 
of the uh, you know of the shock zone of the uh, the kill the kill zone. He said, "Why aren't you letting these cars? These cars, the fire's right there by the Safeway. Now the Safeway we went to, you know, I, I had a, like a six hundred dollar bill in there. I couldn't even believe how much food was. I'm like, how can any of these locals even afford to be here? How can the Hawaiians, the Hawaiians themselves, can't afford to be there with what the West has done? And um, you know, so I, so, so that's just a couple blocks toward, you know, toward the actual highway." And then a couple blocks, you know, two or three blocks more, and you get to the to the uh, front street, which is means it's on the water. So the fire was there at the Safeway. So that would be at one end, and then then there's the southern end, the other way. So this uh, Cheeseburger in Paradise is kind of like right in the middle. You know, um, there's a bunch of shops and stuff around there. I mean, there were, there never will be again. It's going to be like Oprah Land now. Oprah's got her chance to do a Disneyland. You know, make it a playground for her little buddies. All of whom are dolts, sycophants, tongue, uh, you know, tongue waggers, bootlickers, you know, with their hands extended, glad handers, wanting money. So butter them up and they'll give you money. So he's saying to the cop, you know, you got to get these cars out of here. This, this, it's the things at the Safeway. That's like two blocks away. Get them out of here so they can survive. I'm just following orders, he says. I have to keep them here. Okay, those orders are Josh, the, the you know, Green, whatever his name is, the, uh, the asshole governor. Why did you people elect him? He's a WF poster boy. What's the matter with you? You have to take him out and arrest him now. You can't keep this investigation. They actually put, I swear to you, I'm not kidding. They put the guy who did the Las Vegas cover-up and the FBI on this thing to cover it all up and then to, to harass any dissenters that don't go along with the narrative. Well, fuck you. You know, these, these people really, seriously... Uh, you know, that, that wherever they go, wherever they go, Seattle, San Francisco, they, they leave the city in ruins. The left, the left. They destroyed America. They destroyed every city they touch. And when there's something, someone thriving, like, say, Texas or Florida, they, they, all, they just, all they can do is think of going on the attack and calling everyone racist. And why the black people even believe them after they got, you know, they were the ones lynching people. And now, now, and now they're getting a pass. But it's because the Republicans are weak and stupid. And, you know, they got a, a, a sex problem, right? They're all blackmailed for pedophilia. So what do you, you know, pretty much, right? The majority. So what do you, like, like guys like Pence, right? You hear the rumor, more rumors, more rumors, more, more, more. And pretty soon it's like, well, there might be something true to those rumors, you know, and so, you know, he certainly acts like a criminal. He certainly acts like he's got something to hide. Plus, he makes amazing blunders, which is, I'm going to be giving you good news. I mean, I'm trying to get over being traumatized here by this. You know, and I'm not letting Maui go because Maui is like, if you don't stop at Maui, you're done. You know, next is, you know, Seattle, San Francisco, concentration camps, rounding rounding up Trump voters, whatever it is. 
you know, evil run amok. And then it's going to be firebombing, you know, fuel air bombs over cities. Just, you know, just because they can. You know, if you get any trouble with these people, we'll just uh, vaporize the city. <laughs> That's where they're at. So I said, you know, at, at like 9-11, you should have never let those people go. The people that engineered it, you know, guys like, you know, the Dick Cheney's and the George Bush's, they're just puppets and sycophants and, and you know, basically at the end of, uh, you know, somebody's strings. But they're, they couldn't have done it without the president and the vice president and the Joint Chiefs of Staff and the whole bit. They couldn't have done all, all that very coordinated effort with just ragtag, you know, Arab terrorists. I mean, if you believe that, then, you know, we've got a, you know, a, a lovely uh, beachside resort on the moon to sell you. You know, it's, but we let it go. We let it go. We gave it a pass. And, and you know, we gave COVID a pass. And COVID was a completely manufactured hit on the world population and and also it has to do with terraforming and, and re-engineering the human genome changing the dna of human and amazingly we gave that a pass and it seemed to me that the only thing that's going to make any difference at this point, I mean, I mean, it looks to me like now they're just going to go ahead and exterminate people, like in, you know, millions at a time. And I, and I just wonder, would, do, you, do you think you'd notice it then? Would anyone notice anything then? And then if the answer is no, then it's God killing you, then you deserve to be killed. Sorry to say that. If you're not cognizant of what's going on, that means you're, you know, you're, you're sick, you're, you know, you're derelict, you're, you're, um, it's not humane to let you live, so to speak. I mean, from, from the spiritual stand, standpoint, you're useless, sorry. So the USA is mainly useless, you know, useless people, and they, even they know that, and they want to replace the people that, that, that thought they were doing the right thing, that, I guess there's a lot of people that never understood anything. And then, of course, they're going to be exterminated by people that they serve. But even when that happens, they won't even know what hit them. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, it, there is no point where any words of any kind would ever reach them. As far as the elites go, they're always going to be that. They're, they're not going to give up their, their wealth. They're not going to give up their power. They're going to go right to the last flame. In fact, they've got a new thing now, a plane that never lands, which is, which is, is they say it's a hotel and a resort. No, it's actually going to be living quarters. So the people who destroy the earth, they're not even going to be on the earth. They're going to be orbiting, you know, in this, in this residential center, which is a nuclear powered plane that never, that never has to land ever. Uh, where they can be served by servants. Just like Maui turning the, the indigenous population into servants. Treating the Native Americans like, you know, I mean, I used to get mad when Obama would say, yeah, and then we took the land from the Indians. And of course you did, Obama. I, that's not something I would ever do. Well, whose idea was it? You know, well, you know, the conquering didn't come from America. It came from the Spaniards at least here in New Mexico, Indian territory. 
It came from the Spaniards. And then, you know, you had the Spaniards versus the, you know, United States that had to expand westward. Well, the westward expansion, uh, you know, uh, basically it's just like Maui. We did it. We did it then. Yes, we USA. You know, and anybody with this false patriotism with the USA, I'm going to take that flag and I'm going to shove it up your ass. Because right now, until this is straightened out, there's nothing to be proud of. Zero. My uncle's name on a ship. Zero. And I went to that ship in Norfolk, Virginia. I was, me and Rick, my brother, younger brother. We're there when the ship was, the ship, it had a weird history. It ended up in in the hands of Colombian drug dealers. (laughs) What a fitting poetic end. Did anyone ever notice? Well, the, there were, there was a society of people that were on the USS Willard Keith, number 775. You know, I'm kind of a student. It just reminds me, I've got to, you know, I've got to, uh, yeah, I've got to follow up on my the genealogy I've been working on. But it, on that ship, it was decommissioned and then sold to Colombia, I think, or moved down to Colombia. And at that time, the government was involved in, you know, shipping cocaine, coca, cocaine, cocaine, yahoo, up to uh, up to the United States. You know, in the eighties. But before that, it had a um, it had a, an awards. I think the ship was also involved in you know in um, uh, hunting a submarine down on the west coast, and I think it was up around Half Moon Bay, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, that they 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 launched depth charges, and supposedly blew up the sub, but they couldn't find evidence of it for the history books. So the, the ship never really saw action except for that. Um, or did it, you know, there's conflicting stories. And then, but when it went to Columbia, they painted it some weird color and it was just like, uh, I don't even know, you know, what the deal was there, but that was, uh, it wasn't just mothballed. And then after that, it was destroyed, I think at some point, but watching it go through all the stages of, you know, being christened by my grandmother you know, the, you know that's the way you christen a ship is you take a bottle of champagne. I wonder if it was like Corbell or something. You know what I mean? I wonder if it was like cheap champagne. <laughs> now, it could have been Dom. I don't know. And then, uh, you know, hitting it on the bow of the ship, breaking the bottle of champagne so you break, you know, break the ice. And then off it, off it went, you know. Um, and at one point they com- they were going to build another couple of destroyers. There was a so it's a na- it was a navy destroyer, and they were going to build another couple. And then I never heard what happened to that. We we I don't know where that went. That, uh, but around Los Angeles, then they lauded, you know, Bill, you know, Willard Jr. His big war hero, and even wrote him up in a, in the Kane Mutiny. He was written up by Herman Woke kind of borrowed his name, uh, named Willie Keith, who was, you may remember, was a tab hunter that played that? I can't remember, but it was a Humphrey Bogart movie, you know, the Cade Mutiny, famous movie, you know, classic. And, uh, you know, the strawberries, you know, the, the balls, the, the little steel balls in the, uh, 
in the palm and then thinking about who stole the strawberries, remember, and then court-martial, then, you know, mutiny. Uh, but, so there's an interesting piece of history there. And then, so around L.A., that was a big hero, you know, Bill. And he, uh, in fact, at Stanford University, where he went, they put a uh, a monument to Bill, and it's still there. Uh, Antifa hasn't hasn't dragged it down yet, and I wonder why. I mean, this is obviously a not just a right wing racist, but also a warmonger. Not only that, I got all the letters from the combat zone, and I actually have pictures of bombs going off in the theater, you know, snapshots, and then a haunting letter that where he he writes that he doesn't think he's going to make it out of the conflict because he was writing to a group of people at the uh, country club, at the L.A. country club, you know, the, the very exclusive racist L.A. country club. And he was writing, um, you know, to the group of, of men that wanted to see how, the, how things are going on the front in, in, you know, in the Solomon Islands and Guadalcanal. And... Um, you know, the letter, the letter was just saying, most of the letters were encouraging, then there was his last letter before he was killed. And he just said, I, I, you know, please take care of my wife, et cetera, et cetera. He was aware that they were just outgunned. So what did he do? He went charging into the, uh, you know, <laughs> I guess when you're overwhelmed like that, there's just one thing you can do, and he charged it. And because he did that, he kind of, helped the morale of everybody else, and they apparently they were successful, but then again, they made up a lot of stories about people. They had to create heroes to, 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 for the war effort. My grandfather was a huge proponent of the war effort. He would go all over the country talking that, you know, you'll never live it down if you don't send your son off to war. If you don't, you know what I mean. You'll never, you'll never live down, uh, you know, the, 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 you know, the calling. Your country is calling. And you'll never live it down if you're too much of a coward to go to war or something like that. Just, you know, that's what he told his son. And we have that in a letter form, too. You'll never live it down. Uh, so he gets killed. And then the effect that had on my grandfather is he had a big portrait, a big portrait in, uh, in uh, he was a captain. And so he had his, uh, you know, his Marine, you know, his, 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 his I guess his naval you know, uh, formal naval attire. And they did a big oil painting of him, you know, sitting there with the white gloves and the whole bit. And um, so he put that in his room. He and my grandmother had separate rooms in this big kind of condo on Wilshire and sort of right next to the, the L.A. Country Club. And um, he just stared at that painting for the rest of his life. Racked, I believe, this is just speculation because, you know, these... He, I learned a lot from him because we kind of had a reconciliation toward the end there. And he, and he, he told me to keep going, keep rebelling. <laughs> he, he, he felt so damned ashamed that he couldn't even talk to anybody anymore. He was just a broken man. After all the victories, and you know, he was a chair. You know, he was like board of directors of Lockheed, board of directors of Northrop, board of directors of. Um, um, uh, in Boeing, all the warmongers. He was like the, the, the cheerleader for war. 
It's just truly horrific. I mean, I'm just sorry. I can, I understand why I have no no offspring. I understand. But Maui, that was it. Uh, can't take anymore. The, the country of the United States is the most evil thing that I, I've never even read anything as evil as this administration is and these people in the FBI. You know, there's, we have prisoners that they put in closets and they torture them. And they, they, they're basically just trying to kill them in there. And, and that we, we have never treated our worst enemies like this, ever. We have never tortured people like this, like this is what they do in third world situations. That's why we have to go in and get our guys out because, you know, if, they, if the enemy gets them, it's just, it's over. They're going to torture them to death. They're not going to let them go. So they're, they're, they, our own people are, are being, you know, for their opinion are being tortured to death when they didn't even set up the whole psyop of the capital people say it's an insurrection they need to be slapped in the face there is no insurrection there was a, a storming of the capital that was arranged by the feds and then they get some some got out of control but they didn't kill anybody a lot of people in jail they didn't kill anybody they were just there they got blamed but Obama is torturing them to death because Obama gives the orders, as you know. You know, it's really Valerie Jarrett that's running the show. But, you know, you don't hear from her much, do you? Now John Podesta's weird his ugly, ugly pedophile head, hasn't he? Skippy. I'm your father. What's my name? Where's, where's you know, you want to hear the real, the real voice of uh, Skippy? Anyway, so they, you know, Oprah and Bezos and all the celeb tards and, you know, uh, you know, Julia Roberts. And I, I can't think there's just a whole bunch of people that have houses on Maui. A bunch of people. And none of them, not even a blade of grass got hurt. No, just the indigenous people. It's like going and attacking the, 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 the Navajo Pueblo or the Zia Pueblo down here uh, up in... Uh, by Albuquerque. It's like going going, and just, you know, deciding you want to put a resort there. So you just firebomb it, kill all the Indians, and put up your fucking hotel. So I want the Hawaiians to just take over the hotels for themselves. You know, just like the, uh, you know, like the, 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 you know, and not have it gang related. I mean, I know if they, they took over the hotel, they bring, you know, they probably someone would bring in gang. You know, they go corrupt too. I mean, we're all humans. But uh, I just think there shouldn't be another Westerner putting, you know, the, you know, being there unless it's completely at the pleasure of the Hawaiians who run their own island. I just think it's time for, you know, I mean, this this oppression that that the United States has done to Hawaii is unforgivable. And bringing in left-wing politicians that promise to give free money out and stuff like that, that has not helped. That's subjugated them further. So now they're begging the billionaires to bail them out, not realizing they become slaves of Oprah, slaves of Bezos, slaves of all these people who just bomb them 
The police told them to keep the cars there and not move the cars out of harm's way. I'm just following orders. It was all on purpose. The police were involved, the fire department involved, the water department, the electrical department. All these people were following orders to kill children and indigenous population of Maui that own those shops and live in those areas in that what well, was a shanty town at one point. And of course, we can't have a shanty town. We have to knock it down and modernize it. They've been trying for years to buy that land and the, the Hawaiians were holding out. So they firebomb them. It's Dresden all over again. One of the most inhumane things that, that we have ever done besides Hiroshima and Nagasaki. You know, we don't do war. We don't need soldiers. We actually don't need soldiers. We don't need boots on the ground. It's all push button now, right? The lasers they have, you know, now can destroy every city on earth in, you know, half an hour. I mean, it doesn't really, you don't need nukes anymore. You don't need any TNT type of device. You just need, you know, to program the beam weapons from space and then boom, you could kill everybody all at once. So they let a little bit of that, they showed a little leg, didn't they? But see, you've got in Maui, the biggest problem you have is the, the military is up there. The U.S. military is up in Haleakala Crater. And they got all these telescopes and everything. It's like this big, you know, it's, it's a big interface with, the, you know, the other side. And they've got all their satellites and all their stuff being run. It's all, you know, there, Oahu, of course, you know about Pearl Harbor. They've got rail guns and you know, lasers and everything else, you know, mounted. They don't need to have shells anymore. They've got, um, they could fire a burst of uh, laser that could, you know, that could easily take out all of, you know, not just Lahaina, but all of Maui. But see, it's when you lock the children in, when you lock them down in their homes and then kill them, all of these orders came from the United States government, from the federal government, not even from the state government of Hawaii. They just did what they were told. The governor is a WEF poster boy, and he just said, yes, sir, and he ordered everybody to do everything. Stand down while we kill you. It's a little bit like, was it, no, what was that? Uh, was it, uh, there will be blood or no country for, I can't, uh, Javier Barnum uh, played the, uh, he had this device that, you know, he'd say, okay, hold still, and he'd put it up on your head, and it would blow a hole in your head, and you'd be dead. But he'd, he'd ask you to, to participate, you know, to help him do it. That's exactly what's happening. You have Mauiites, you know, Hawaiians in the police department. You know, the guy that was uh, blocking the cars was Hawaiian, as I understand it. And he just burned to death. The, guy, the guy's going to commit suicide, you know. He's responsible for a whole bunch of death. All he had to do was let the cars go, and they locked all the cars down. They shut off the water, they shut off the electricity, shut off any chance for anybody to survive, and then just basically killed them. And I don't let anyone tell you anything different. I mean, we've been looking at this story every single day, and because we're familiar with Maui, we understand the uh, politics there. It's all, you know, it's, it's, it's as blue as San Francisco. As Pelosi, I mean, then, of course, so we expect Maui to be ruined. 
because everywhere they are, they ruin everything. But the people are still dumb. They don't understand. The, philosophically, from a, from a spiritual point of view, you know, left means the left-handed path. And that's the path of Lucifer, of deception, of lying, forked tongue, all that. You don't, when the, 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 the you know, okay, the bloodbaths suffered by the Native Americans, because there are plenty of bloodbaths before any Europeans ever got there. Of course, Obama will never tell you that because he's a, he learned to lie at Punahou. He learned to lie in a, 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 a white bread school, a school that raises, uh, that prepares students to lead the world. Tucked away in Hawaii where no one will ever figure that out. You know, it's not East Coast. It's not, you know, it's right there, Punahou. Look it up. And, uh, you know, Obama won't rest until he's destroyed everything in the world. He's, he's out for vengeance. You know it, I know it, we all know it. And that's and Maui is just a perfect example. His buddies, Oprah, all those people, they want more. He's a big Hawaiian. He thinks he's Hawaiian. He's not Hawaiian. He's a CIA baby. Anyway. I, what I can't take is just the idea that you would round up children and kill them. I... Because you need a sacrifice. Because, you know, the sorcerers involved would be calling for that. You know, to be propitious, to, to do that sacrifice so that they can have good luck in covering it up. So then they bring over the, they bring over Las, the Las Vegas guy that covered up the uh, machine gun massacre. You know, of all those people just firing openly into the crowd at a Jason Aldean concert. And then they bring, you know, Pelletier is his name. So they bring him in all the way to Maui, just happened to be in the neighborhood. Now, when that happened, I expected outrage. I expected the Hawaiians to rebel. I expected people to, to do something, for God's sake, please. And they didn't. They just begged for more money. They begged to be slaves. They begged for, to be treated the way they've been treated since the islands were taken over. They have not learned their lesson. And they haven't, and, you know, and, you know, Native Americans here, black people, all that, they haven't learned their lesson either, a lot of them. The very people that are sidling up, promising you all this stuff, never deliver. The ghettos expand. They stay the ghettos. These are just slumlords. I don't know. Is the forked tongue that smart? That you fall for it every time? Uh, I'm not saying become a Republican either. That, that, that's the party of the weak and, and stupid. Republicans are the dumbest people on... But that's the whole point. It's only one party. It's the Lucifer party. And the Republicans are just there to make you think you have a choice. You have, as the great George Carlin said, you have no choice. You have no choice. Depends. <laughs> When I raise my voice like that, he gets concerned. Now, he's been pretty good the last few days, and he, you know, he stays with me when I'm sick, you know what I mean? He won't leave my side. He stays with me no matter what I do. He is the best friend ever. Now, not, not, not better than the other. He's just more personal than the other dogs. He's just personally locked into you, you know? And like I say, if you've got something wrong with you, he'll stay with you. He'll just stay right there with you. Until you feel better, you know. 
Sometimes I call him Doc. <laughs> he's getting wound up. Anyway. Well, thank you for bearing with me while I, you know, had to calm down. I, I just, I just, it's just hard, so hard to, I, I, I can't believe that people like Biden actually exist. You know what I mean? And then, and then I can't believe, you know, guys like Romney, you know, let's, let's make it even on, on both sides of this. Both sides are completely foul and disgusting. Uh, yeah, yeah, my, my grandfather's big time Republican, loved Dick Nixon, you know, so and he wanted to have war, 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 war. Yeah, baby. You know, there's no safe haven. They're all bad. You know, money and war. And it's, it's frankly, um, not forgivable. It's not forgivable. I mean, I can see why they wanted to get rid of me. You know, but, uh, you know, all the you know, poisonings and comas and hospitalizations and stuff. You know, I never really pressed it. I never really got back in their face. And, and the only chance I had to say anything about my story publicly, which because this is, I'm so shadow banned that this gets out to like, you know, 20 years from now, there'll be someone hearing it for the first time. <laughs> you know, if, if there is a 20, I mean, it'll be out there somewhere. But they have me blacked out from day one. And that's what they tried to do with, you know, discrediting. Well, they, they, they ruined my, any chance for any normal kind of life. I remember that one interview with the, the lovely girl. What, what is her name? Sorry, I'm, I'm old enough to say girl. What is her name? Luna Cat. Lacey uh, Lou. Oh, Lacey Lou, yes. <laughs> well, she interviewed me. And I'll be interviewing with her again. She's, she's, I, don't, I don't know the outfit she's with now, but she's a journalist and a reporter, and um, she, uh, she asked me when she was here, you know, they were here doing the doc, and she said, well, have you ever had a normal life? And I, I looked at no one had ever asked me that before. And I looked at her and I said, you know, I, I had to think about it for a minute, and I said, no. <laughs> I just said unequivocally, no, I've never had a normal life. You know, by normal you mean, you know, graduating high school, going to the ball game, Catching a movie, hanging out with your, your 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 buddies, you know, going on surf trips, going on hunting trips, going on, you know, hanging out up. I, what what do they do in L.A.? Go go skiing up in Mammoth and hang out at Lake Arrowhead and you know surf Malibu and whatever. All that stuff was available, um, but not for me. And the, one of the reasons was, you know, that guy Jay Dyer. Do you know that he, he said that anyone who thinks gang stalking is real, he won't talk to them because they're sick mentally? And Alex Jones tolerates that on the air. I guess that's what Alex thinks, too. Well, no wonder after I sent him my book, he, they never wanted to talk to me because it just gets a little too real with me, I guess. I did the same thing with Sean Stone. Sean Stone is completely, a completely asleep at the switch. And people look to him like, oh, you got the answer. He doesn't have any answers. He's, he's, he's derelict. And the, in this case, the acorn fell way far from the tree. And that's because he's a coward. Plain and simple. He just 
won't air the truth. He, he took my, I'm the only one that took the broadcast and just buried it. He just buried it. I'm talking about things like gang stalking. Just buried it because the people at the network were just too, too, too scared to put it out there. Yeah. And then he acted like, and then what did he do? He blamed me. It's my fault. I need counseling or something. It's my fault. It's all, but it's always my fault. It's always my fault. If it doesn't air, it's my fault. If, uh, you know, if, if Steve Quayle doesn't, you know, doesn't like me, it's my fault. And, if, and the only reason I mention that is because, you know, that influenced who would be on the show. I finally just said, okay, no guests. If all my guests won't tell the truth, I'll tell you the truth. Why should I have guests who won't tell the whole truth? They tell 90% of it. But then they hide 10%. They hide themselves. You think Quail is one of you? <laughs> well, then you're going to believe. Who knows what you'll believe about everything. You know, it's also a mistake to go too far conspiratorial. You know, you know the thing is, is when people talk about the trees not being clipped and all that, they try to find a single cause. That's not the cause. It, the cause is it's all coordinated with many different departments, including uh, electrical, including the gardeners with the trees, including the teachers, including the police, including the Navy and the uh, Air Force and the Army and whoever else was there. Milit it's a big military stronghold, Hawaii. We let the mil There's nukes all over the place. There's they've got weapons all over the islands and probably in places we never heard of. Probably on places like Molokai, you know, all I can tell you is that they need to be kicked the F out. These are warmongers. Maui is just basically a warmongering state that, you know, tries to bilk money out of tourists. You know how much it is now to stay at the Ritz, not the Ritz, but the, uh, the Four Seasons in Wailea? Dates owns that. Huh? Dates owns the Four Seasons. Gates is a, owns the Four Seasons. It's disgusting. Yeah. They charge more than anybody, and you don't get... You'd be you'd be better off in, in you know in a in a uh, a Marriott, which is like one tenth of the cost. But the Four Seasons, I mean, it's like minimum two grand a night, just for for a lousy, stupid room. And um, that, and that's how they roll, and they overcharge for, for dinner. Going to dinner, you go well. How how did it get to be four hundred dollars for two people? You know, <laughs> right? Right, you know, you go to the, you know, you go over to Mama's Fish House over on the other side of the island, the rainforest, where all the hippies are. Oh, these hippies are pretty rich now. Big prices at Mama. No one can afford to eat there. You can maybe get a pizza in Kihei. You know, and and so you ask. A lot of the Hawaiians like to like, you know, it's, it's, there's a big Ohana vibe there. That's family. It's kind of like um, a lot of the Hispanics here. They have these family gatherings at parks and different places. They all get together. You know, that's really nice. It's very uh, warm, you know. We, you know, and a lot of us have not experienced that, that kind of family, that tight family. And I'm not saying there aren't problems, but I mean, you know, just different people have different customs, right? So that's very similar in Maui to, to here in New Mexico. And also to Mexico. And... uh they're always getting together on these beaches. So as you're driving to Lahaina, you see them all parked, like, you know, fishing and surfing and different, all the way. And they're all clusters of people. You know, they're all 
like family, you know, on a Sunday, you'll see all these families down there, uh, really, you know, enjoying the water and enjoying, uh, but you know, they're not at the resorts enjoying the pool or a massage. Hell no. They're down there on the beach and, and, you know, and then they're put, trying to put in like, you know, make them pay to be there, you know, have a paid parking lot now, have a parking pass. And of course it goes on and on property taxes, you know, confiscatory taxes, all kinds of taxes in the 808. It's the, uh, the area code is 808. You know, hap- the, 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 the firebombing of Dresden happened on 88. I just want to call Lahaina Dresden. That's what it is. But then the murders that the police did by locking everybody down. How could I, if, you know, if I were that cop that wouldn't let those people out, I'd just shoot myself in the head. Wouldn't you? Out of shame? He just murdered a bunch of people. That's so disgusting. They wouldn't let the traffic through. Right. So those guys murdered. And they, the people are sitting there just... Well, the people are also lying in the street dead because they couldn't get out. And the cops did it. Who the hell... You think you people could just walk away from that? Cop? All those people dead? Children dead? You could just... It, it's your fault? And, and, oh. and stopping the people from bringing water and food to the people... That, that killed more people. The cops, they, they, the cops basically murdered a bunch of Lahainans. Yeah, and they work for the WEF now. They don't work for the... Obviously, you Hawaiians, you've been ill-served. You're, even your Hawaiian brethren that became cops, they hate you and they want to kill you. So I don't know what you're going to do. A lot of your elders became like gang members, you know, joined the international cartels of money laundering. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a lot of money laundering going on in the hotels. And in building, you know that. The Yakuza's been heavily into it. You got to kick Japan out of there, too. Japan is another one that ruined the, they ruined the whole island. You know, everywhere they, they go, they want a, another golf course. Golf, golfing is so traumatizing because all the worst people in the world play it. You know what I mean? They, what they do on the golf course is they just figure out who they're going to fuck next. You know what I mean? And they talk, they talk amongst themselves on the golf courses. And then they have their soirees and their parties and their satanic rituals and their their uh their club outings and their yacht trips and their you know it just gets on and on and on and on what do you think bezos does over there he's on the south side so if as you leave wailea you keep going and then and eventually it turns into kind of like almost a wasteland down there so bezos has built his his you know retreat down there now now where he is that he has to import water because you don't have a lot of water there it's kind of a dry area down the southwest. And up in Lahaina, you know, that's the west. It's, it's more modern. Then as you go further up and over, you start getting toward the uh, rainforest. But, but the, rain, the rainforest is on the other side, of, you know, on the, on, more on the east side. So, uh, and that burned too, some of that burned. And I understand that there were fires in Kihei as well. They're lighting more fires now to, to make it look like global warming, rather, you know, climate change, to make it look more natural. So these are like arson fires. So they're doing, I didn't mention that. Yes, I believe that there are arson fires being set to cover up the Lahaina business, to make it look like, oh, it's global. Everywhere there's fires, you see. We need help with, we need a climate lockdown, which is what the governor is supposed to do. They're supposed to actually lock down the whole, everybody. 
you know, Indonesia did a great job with lockdowns, and that's why they got the WEF uh, there during the G20. Huh? Yeah, they ruined Bali. Bali's a, Bali will take over for Hawaii, hopefully. <laughs> Indonesia just kisses Klaus Schwab's ass. So all you Balians, you're being very ill-served. Your government has turned you in. They've basically killed you. They've sold you out for, for favor with the WEF. I hope you enjoy yourself. Isn't there anyone smart enough to figure this stuff out? I guess not. Yeah, so anyway, they want to turn Maui into a, right, what she said, a smart city. And uh, something Oprah would approve of, uh, you know, made in Oprah's image, all modern and nice. And they think the Mauians will really love that, modern and nice. The Mauians just want the real people over there, just want their town back. They want their family back. They want their loved ones back. Never going to get them. And I, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry to keep going on and on about this because there's a million other issues and they're doing the same thing, you know, with blocking the rain, you know, controlling the weather. Oh, wow, they're suddenly then lighting, having Antifa go out and light fires all over the place and then saying, oh, you see, you're all the, and then wanting, you know, what Biden wants to do is he, he wants, so where we are right now with the wicked is, you know, they want to lock you down so they have to have a pretext for that, which is going to be lighting as many fires as possible to create the pretext then for the lockdown. And if you lock down this time, you're, you're basically dead. You know, I predict there'll be many, many suicides coming. If you fight against it, you might be dead, but at least by God, you'll have a good death. You know, um, as far as the jail and all that, you'd be better off just getting shot, you know, running down the street than, than put in one of the jails anyway. So, I mean, that's, you're just facing pure evil. They're just like Nazis. They break into the house and kill everybody and the, you know, move on to the next thing. They take the women, the children, sell them, and then on to the next house. That's, that's kind of where, where this is heading. And um, so how far does it go before the smackdown? Well, the thing is, is the, the smackdown is going to be engineered by themselves. The smackdown comes from their failure. The smackdown comes from, you know people not being able to avoid it anymore. And it's imperative that they come. They even rolled out John Podesta to say Maui. This, this is a guy who should have his mouth duct taped, for God's sake. He shouldn't be allowed to say anything to anyone, let alone the press. I guess the press is all pedophiles and murderers themselves. Well, here's the deal. He comes out and he starts screaming about climate change, so you know they're worried. You know, to bring this clown out of nowhere, Skippy, to start telling you what to think. You know, it's climate change. It's climate change, he says. What a clown. He should shut up. Who? I don't believe him. But anyone that does believe him is a complete. What is this? Oh, uh, something's on the way here. Think of what your IQ would have to be to listen to John Podesta. It, it has to be below 100. It's got to be like, I can't process information unless someone tells me how to do it. How, is, how does it work? Can I have training to push the button? You know, I mean, that, that's kind of the level. Wow. Okay, yeah. 
I have another smartwatch coming. That's that. There, there. I don't know. I saw it on Facebook and bought it, and I have one. It works pretty well. But it, I take my uh, glucose, my blood glucose, blood oxygen, heart rate. But it keeps it monitors it twenty four seven every half hour. So I have a whole record. I save the record. I, I do an electrocardiogram. Um, uh, you know, workouts, you know, how much I've walked in a day, uh, sleep is where I fail. I've been failing. I need to really get more sleep, but sleep. I, uh, one time I had a really good night and I, I didn't get like, sometimes I get docked for, I don't get enough deep sleep. And then that affects my heart rate too. My heart is like needs that deep sleep. So it all kind of works together, but you know, I mean, I'm, you know, a million times better than I was in the hospital. In fact, I'm a million times better than I was last three years. Last three years, I was really, really, I'd say last five years. A lot of it was just low blood oxygen, you know, and I've got oxygen. In fact, I just love to use the oxygen now to write with. I, when I sit down to write, I put the oxygen on. Yeah, it gives me, it's kind of, you know, it doesn't give me any kind of buzz or anything. It just sort of clears things up, you know. And, um, you know, I've, I've, I have a couple more tech. I'm supposed to have it. I'm supposed to take it every day until they tell me not to. And I, I haven't had the need because my blood oxygen has been 98%, 99%, which is as high as you can get. That's as high as anybody here. You know, but I know that I've been... And if you don't have blood oxygen normal, then you can't breathe. You, you always... Yeah, but you're puffing and puffing. So oxygen's an important thing. And of course, they're, you know, the environment is so toxic that, uh, you know, with, with everything going on, breathing in the chemtrails, everything, you, you know, it's, I, I think I'll be going to be doing oxygen for the rest of my life. I've got an oxygen circulator, what is a machine that creates oxygen that you, that's on wheels. And you hook up the, uh, the, the little tube to it and you know, hook it up to your nose. And it just generates oxygen. You know, you don't have to have the, them drop the tanks off. I also have some tanks here, too, they dropped off. And um, they gave us an extra. So I've, I've, I'm going to, you know, resume more oxygen because I think that's one key to keeping. And then I'm doing a few other things supplement-wise that are really making a difference. And I'll be able to talk about it uh, maybe as soon as Monday, um, you, you know, uh, or Sunday, Actually, here's something I was thinking, but I haven't run it by Govinda. Govinda and I agreed we should start up the prayer thing again. And, you know, it's it's time now. Well, no, you can't just keep going straight in the line. You know, things have to be refreshed. So now we're refreshed. And, um, you know, God goes in cycles. God goes in seasons. So I want to go in seasons too. There's a season of war and there's a season of peace. There's a season of love and there's a season of hate. And this is a season of prayer coming up and I'm hoping we can do it on Sunday and just go, go back to the idea of calling it 20 on 20, you know, 20. But this time the goal is, I guess because there's so many things wrong because of, because of human stupidity, that, uh, which is the main cause of all the problems in the world, we, we should... I hope Govinda is listening. We should pray. We should pray for people to become smarter, to reclaim their God-given intelligence, 
And I, for one, will stop. I'm going to stop cussing. You know, I really am. I've, I've just, oh, I was so distraught today. I just, I couldn't almost stop from crying. I almost just had to stop uh, the show because I, the evil of people like Biden is just, just looking at him. I, 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 I can't even, you know, just, I could just see a guy 10 million times worse than Hitler. You know what I mean? And all of them. And his wife is even worse than him. And they think nothing of just killing as many people as possible. And they have no thought, no, no, no guilt, no nothing. They're just complete, complete. You know, how did, um, you know, sociopaths take over everything? And so all they do is kill and steal and maim and hurt, destroy people, destroy lives. And that's now the Democrat Party. But, it's a, but, but wait a second. The Republicans are the enablers of the Democrats. They are one party. They're all evil. So I don't belong to any party. And I'm not going to vote. I have nothing to do with it. I want nothing. I want to renounce my citizenship now. Because why? Because God told me to. He said, come out of her. You don't think this is Babylon, the USA? We can destroy the world many times over. We have more advanced weapons than Chinese will ever have. We have a, pu- a button that blows it all up and it's gone. There's no need for bombers or planes. There's no need for any more satellite. There's no need for anything. All there is a need for is the computers that are locked in uh, to the codes, and all they got to do is push the code, and off we go. All of us. Which actually may have to happen due to stupidity. The dumbest people are the elites, of by far, and they're the billion-dollar babies. Wah, 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 they want Lahaina now. Okay, so they throw this plan into motion and Bezos and all the celebtards, the leftards, they're all leftards or celebtards that are involved in the bombing of Lahaina. There's no, Republicans are too stupid to take part in it. You know what I mean? Something crafty like that where you have to coordinate all the different departments to kill as many people as possible and to make as much of a destruction so you can have a climate lockdown so you can, so, you know, Klaus Schwab will, will knight you one of the great people like Josh, is he Josh Green? Is that his name? Why did you elect him? Why? why? And what's T- Tulsi Gabbard? I saw her on television and she was being interviewed by Laura Ingram and she looked like she'd seen a ghost. I mean, she was, her eyes were wide. She was completely traumatized because she knows she can't talk about it. But she's, she's got a big, she's got a big hole in her, in her, in her, in her, psyche a big hole in her soul because she's played with the she played with both sides you can't play look take a big screwdriver or a big or a a hanger or something no don't do this but if you connect the uh you take a battery and connect the hot to the uh to to the uh, ground okay you got the black to the red you know with a wire that battery will blow up the same thing if you try to follow Satan and follow, you know, follow Satan, meaning the state, and you want to follow the Lord, the state and the Lord are different. And I know Romans 13 says, oh, well, all governments are by God. Well, that's not true. That's not what that means. All legitimate government, they should have the word legitimate in there. It doesn't, but that's the interpretation. Any government that's functioning on a level that serves the people is of God. But if it's Antichrist, then obviously everything will be wrong and the people will suffer. 
right? If the government causes suffering like the USA, awful suffering, and that's all Biden does is suffering. The more he's, people suffer, the more he eats ice cream. He's one of the most despicable and disgusting people that ever drew breath. But wait a second. Obama is, he's Obama's protege. He wanted to be rich like Obama and have beach houses and all that stuff. You know, he starts off with a petty thug, right? You know, Whitey Bulger. FBI, uh, FBI loves him. He's one of them. Torturing people worse than you would torture any terrorist. Worse than you would torture, you know, bin Laden, even though bin Laden was basically CIA. Worse than, than, than any, you know, any enemy ever, any criminal ever, no matter how many bad things they've done. Peaceful people that meant no harm to anybody are being tortured worse than waterboarding, worse, the, worse than the CIA rendition center, worse than everything. And that's another thing. They have to be let go now. Now. No trial, years in prison, and they'll never get out unless this government is, ceases to be. The United States is a totalitarian dictatorship intent on destroying its own people and destroying anyone it touches. When I was growing up, the U.S. used to be giving aid to people. Then later on, I learned that they would bomb them first, then give them aid. Evil, sick disgusting people and I have to put my grandfather in that category sorry he was just basically you know like like a guy like a guy like Romney only a lot smarter you know what I mean a, a real leader not not an empty suit like Romney is but I mean Romney's for all that stuff war bombing you know, Ukraine the whole bit so I you know so I'm just uh well, that's why I used to like to imitate Romney because I, you know, I could see him down there in La Jolla, right down there in the, you know, the, the few times I was able to be happy with being at the beach. You know, lots of Mormons down there. It's amazing. The Mormon temple, big Mormon temple down there. Mormon already has a, you know, I mean, that Mormon, Mason, Mormon, false doctrine, I don't know, just... You know, a little false doctrine is, ruins the whole doctrine. There's, there's really no doctrine. The real doctrine is, um, you know, fear God and keep, you know, and, 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 and keep his commandments. You know, fear God and serve God only. I mean, that's basically the, the edict. And the Lord right now has a burden for the children of Maui and for the people of Maui and for the people of America, too. You know, the Lord is, you know, Psalm 37. And I, I gave you a scripture today. Uh, it was uh, Revelation. All right, Ben. Uh, basically, um, Revelation eleven eighteen. Okay. And... Um, I didn't. I didn't quote it in the notes, but I mean, I just figure you know these, you know, so revelate, because I wanted you to see that, that how God deals, you know, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a one scripture, but it's packed. And the nations were angry. Thy wrath is come. And the time of the dead, that they should be judged. And that thou shouldest give reward unto thy servants, the prophets, 
and to the saints and them that fear thy name, small and great, and shouldest destroy them that destroy the earth. Now, I think you can take that to heart. I mean, I'm not, you know, completely positive, except that I have faith in the Bible, you know, just like I have faith in God. And I have faith that if I'm moved to read it, then there's a reason God is moving me to read it. Again, and shouldest destroy them that destroy the earth. It's an interesting phrase, destroy the earth. When I hear this, I think of, um, when I hear this, I think of um, chemtrails, blowing up food supplies, shutting down farms, poisoning water, poisoning the environment. That's what I think of. All in the name of rescuing the planet. Become that not it time people grew up and stop and understand that your saviors are the people killing you? Do you get that by now, please? It's just forked tongue, that's all. It's deception. But can't you see through it, Maui? Can't you see through it? You average people that, that you know, you lowly educated people. By now, though, isn't it time to grow up, please? Oh, I'm sorry. What an awful thing to be screaming about. The, the, the reason it, you don't, it, that you're uneducated and you don't understand the ways of the world is because they, un, they did it to you and your children so that you would go along and listen to MSNBC and, and believe it and go get your shot and then call all the people that talk about things like this crazy but here's the problem. You see, it, it doesn't matter what you say anymore because nobody cares. Call, call, call anyone that talks like I talk or anybody else who talks truth, you know, as opposed to your lies. Um, you know, call them racist or anything else. Nobody cares about the term racist anymore. Nobody cares about the, you know, being called, a, you know, a, a, you know, you know what, what, a right-wing bigot. There's no, there's no right-wing. I'm not right-wing. No one's right-wing. What I'm calling for in Hawaii is, is would have been traditionally of the left. You can't categorize me. But see, it's any, anything that doesn't become a robot like you or some kind of mockingbird, um, you know, is the pariah. And you people are going to become the minority. That's one aspect of God's judgment, of God's wrath. To turn the minds away from, you know, I mean, you're not going to worship Biden except, you know, unless you believe... When they say worship, they're talking about the TV set, the Antichrist. They're talking about, like, you're looking at the TV set and you're believing what's being told to you. That's worship. The Bible, Bible doesn't have the right term for that. That's, that indoctrination is worship of the beast. And when you worship the beast, the beast will make you believe what the beast is saying through all its different forms. Her, him, this, that. And all of it's designed to keep you uh, as, as a sheep to the slaughter so they, and, and to hold you still so they can cut your throat. You know, you didn't quite get the retirement. The kids uh, can't go to college. You don't, can't afford the medical bills. I mean, you know, we'll just go on and on and on. The Mauians can't even go out to get a fast food dinner because they don't make enough in the hotels, yet they charge $2,000 a night. I mean, that kind of thing. But that's okay, 
And that okay thing that they do to you on the TV is so that you'll accept. The biggest purveyors of lies are guys like Bezos, famous actors, even guys like, you know, what has Sammy Hagar ever done for anybody? Nothing. That man has never uttered the truth ever. I mean, I like Sammy. I mention him because I'm a, I admire his great voice and his f- fun lyrics and kind of a fun rock and roll thing. But Sammy, baby, that never existed. That was all bullshit. We're just whistling by the graveyard with you. Same with Steven Tyler. It's bullshit. Same with Mick Fleetwood. It's bullshit. You celebtards are all bullshit. You believe your own bullshit. You know, your houses are fine, as I understand. In fact, I think Hagar had a mountaintop house overlooking Lahaina. If I'm not mistaken, he was in the Lahaina area. Nothing happened there. I haven't heard. Haven't heard about Julia Roberts. Oprah, not a thing. Bezos, not a thing. I wonder how Laird Hamilton's doing. He used to be a celebrity, but then he, the whole surfing community turned on him for introducing the stand-up paddleboard. And they never forgave him for that, trying to change surfing. And after that, he was just like a pariah, so he moved, to, he moved from Maui to Malibu. <laughs> I like the guy. Believe me, I, I don't have any problem with him. I, I just... I just can't believe how he fell out out, out of favor with, uh, I guess, Kelly Slater, who's calling the shots now for surfers, which is a problem, too. But I don't care about the surfing community. You know what I mean? They're just like a reflection of all this crap that's going on. So what I would like to do, since the SmackDown is right around the corner... And it may come during something like a climate lockdown that people don't go along with. The next thing you know, we're in civil war. That that may be the you know God's answer, because when we go to war, something like that, God's not saying you're not going to die or not going to be killed. He's just you know what I mean. The wars happen all the time, but God will 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 call the outcome. If this isn't the time of the end, if this is not the time of everything ending, which they think it is. Your, your New World Order thinks it is. Your Masons all think it is. Your secret societies all think it is. And they all, they all talk like me. They, they wonder what God is up to. And they, they search the scriptures endlessly. They would make great Christians if they would switch sides. Great. They would know things. Well, most of them are, do pose as Christians, don't they? They know the scriptures backwards and forwards. But the true people of the Lord will be zoned in on a particular scripture for a particular moment in time. What else did I mention? Psalm 2. Well, you know Psalm 2. The Lord laughs at them. Yes, he laughs at them. Kings and queens and elites, you better get right with the Lord because he's coming to smack you down. And guess where it's going to come from for you? It's not going to come from like the Patriots or the MAGA thing that you're obsessed with. It's going to come from your own lieutenants. What happened? There's a little rattlesnake out there eating a mouse. Really? Yeah. Where, where is it? Well, I was just throwing the ball for Benson outside, and it's right out there. Yeah, once he eats the mouse, he's going to stay there for a while. He's, he's very sluggish. Right. But he hasn't eaten the whole, the whole mouse is not in his mouth yet. 
Well, I don't have a tool for the snake. I don't want to kill it. Well, wow. I'm, if it's a rattler, we'll have to kill it probably. It's, it's not very big, but I think it is a rattler. Um, Did it rattle? No. It's got the mouth. It's got the mouth. Uh, the, 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 the mouth. It's a diamond head? It looks like a diamond head. Ah. Uh, then Mama's not far. I better get the shotgun loaded up. I don't have that kind of shot. It's like bird shot, but take care of it. Um, anyway. We got you want to just cut his head off with the mouse in his mouth? No, let's just leave him there for now. I got a sword. <laughs> okay, well, apparently we got a rattlesnake. Uh, and if there's a baby out there, then we got, a, we got mama somewhere. And, you know, it's... That is not what I want to see. But when you live out here, that's, you know, you got to deal with that. We should put him in a cage. He'll get out. Um, what you got to look for is the other snake, the other ones. You know, there's, if there's one, there's more. Well, that is a danger. I don't know if we can make it to the hospital in time. Well, it's not that far, you know. <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, well, a little drama here out in uh, New Mexico. Of course, you'd expect rattlesnakes and, you know, spiders and, you know, every kind of uh, scorpions and every other kind of thing out here, and they, they are out here. And, you know, if you, if you don't like that, occasionally there are mountain lions, you know, Pumas. Very occasionally, not not too often, but I mean, you do you do get them, especially when there's any kind of famine. You know, in the winter time, you see these big paw prints. You can't believe how big the lion, the lion, you know, mountain lion paw prints are huge. They're gigantic. They're bigger than your hand. You know, they're big, and uh, they're fat. And they're 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 like, whoa! You would want that jumping on you. You'd be dead. That would be it. So. Um, okay, well, that's, that. you know, I think we've hit it for today. Psalm 2 is basically mocking. Psalm 37 is what God does with the wicked. So we've talked about that, and, you know, God will repay. You know, he asks us to stand out. I, I know I said it's not satisfying, if I, but vengeance is not mine. We remain peaceful. Yes, they could burn us down. They can shoot us, and we probably would just sit there and die. We're, we're not strong like that but in the spirit we're strong and um, everything the Bible said about the way people would be like especially in the book of Revelation in the book of Daniel you know Daniel uh, 9 through 11 I get 9 through 11 perfect all that stuff is true about who they really are but we've been talking about who they really are for 20 years for 20 years 21 years now coming up so you would think that people wouldn't be surprised. And the other thing is, there's a lot of people that participate with them, like the police, fire, electrical department. I mean, how many people are on the Satan side? All these people are, you know, basically killing their own people? For what? A, f a few silver coins, buddy? 
Is that what it is? You turn against your own people? Just following orders, sir? For a few coins? They take care of one of your financial needs? Because that's what they do. They pay everybody off. Antifa wouldn't do anything unless they were paid. The reason they do what they do is because they're paid to do it. And if you want to see the roots of paying them to do it, it would be the entire left. It would be the Democrat Party. It would be the, you know, the Biden. It would be the UN. It would be the WEF. It would be the Economic Forum. It would be the, the, be the WHO. It would be all kinds of organizations would pay Antifa to burn stuff down, to prove their theory. So the billionaires, the real locus of the problem, the billionaires are the problem, uh, so they can throw their weight around on a place like Maui. And believe me, they're already haggling over land prices today, now. They don't care about all this negative press and anything I'm saying. They could care less. They're, they're going in unashamed and, and buying up the land, and they intend to build work camps I'm sure not right downtown Lahaina, but, you know, tucked away somewhere, make them look like dorms or something, make it look nice. Uh, but but uh, work camps nonetheless for the indigenous Maui people. And the people building the work camps are the Maui traders who have turned on their own people. They couldn't have pulled this thing off. And now, of course, they're out lighting more fires because they need to prove global warming and climate change. Um, so what I'm going to pray for is I'm praying that people wake up. I mean, I guess that's pretty much a cliche, but that's the people wake up and then do the right thing. I guess the do the right thing part is really important. Waking up and joining the others. So, well, when, you know, when in Rome, you know, that's what I was told when I was a kid. It's like, well, when in Rome, <laughs> And, um, you know, what, what, what's astonishing to these people is how you're able to, you know, survive all of their attacks and keep going. There's no way that you could on your own with, unless you had the favor of God, God's hand on you. You know that. You know you're a living witness and a living sacrifice that proves God ex- God's existence and God's watching them every day. In fact, God watches them through our eyes, through the eyes of the lambs or all over the world. And then we see what they do, but he sees what they do. And we feel how he feels when he sees it. We're like organs of the Lord. We feel what he feels. He sees what we see. And you can just imagine the agony of God. And of course, Jesus, God, being long-suffering... We, you know, up to a point, and then all of a sudden it's mama bear time. You know, it's it's like, you know, this is gonna this is gonna end badly for the the, the worshippers of, of money and position and elite power and you know government power and being kings and queens and all that stuff. It's gonna end badly for them. They're not gonna just go up into space and just hang out, you know, uh, guilt free in their nuclear planes that never have to land again. You know, just being. You know, just being, you know, they think they're, they don't need, you know, the future is they think they don't need planes. I mean, they, I'm sorry, they don't need to land on planets. They can just be up there in planes that are indefinitely, um, you know, circling the planet or the moon or anything. And they can just be there forever. And that's their residence. And that's their escape route. You know, doesn't that make sense? 
Kind of like, you know what I mean? They, they're taking off in these pods that while the earth is destroyed, they, they can just watch it from there, enjoying themselves. Isn't that Maui? They, they, one, of the, one of the best places, best climates of all time, best place to be. And you've got all these celebrities wanting to have that island, especially Maui. And then, of course, Lesser Kauai and Zuckerberg on Kauai and then Oahu. But Lesser Oahu, more Maui. And, um, you know, this is, uh, you know, when people put out all the Oprah memes, I mean, they weren't far off. The billionaires, wah, 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 they're babies and they want it. They want it now. And because they have that kind of power, they can become babies and sort of scream and yell their orders. And then, you know, militaries and, uh, you know, that are all sold out and completely indoctrinated to do the wrong thing. And politicians, they just, you know, they can't, they can't conform fast enough to uh, master's wishes. They can't conform fast enough. They can't obey fast enough. They can't jump high enough. And then I, I don't know what's going through the head of the police and the uh, fire department and the electrical department. I have no idea how, how low you would have to be. What a, what a snake in the ground. What a, what a dirty, disgusting criminal you would have to be to destroy your own people. I, 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 I just, I, I just, I, 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 again, I, I would, I would do what Judas did. I would just hang myself. I don't think I could, I could live with myself. If, if I kept those cars there and then people died in the cars and I was said, I was just following orders to, uh, the, the band that owns the uh, cheeseburger in paradise, uh, uh, restaurant. Um, and I heard the cheeseburger in paradise restaurant say, that um, he said that the uh, cop said he was just following orders and he said, look, the fire, you know, the cheeseburger guy is right there on front street. He's right at the, the ocean, the, the water's edge pretty much. There's like a view from there because you have to go upstairs. To, it's like an upstairs restaurant. And then only over a couple of three blocks is the Safeway. I mean, it's very close. He said, the flames are hitting the Safeway. You guys better get out of here. And the cop said, I'm, I'm keeping them here. I'm following orders. If you keep them here, they're going to die. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Let them go. Let them live. I'm just following orders. I'm a Hawaiian. Now, I don't know if he was Hawaiian or not, but most likely. How can someone like that live with himself? You tell me. How? If what you did, if you work for the electrical company and you didn't trim the trees because you wanted a big emergency or you cut the water off, let's say you were the guy that was working the water and you cut that off, how could you live with yourself? How could you live with yourself? I just think that I, I, I just don't understand. Yeah, and I was just thinking about all the um, the horrors that were put on me when I was, you know, a, a child through gang stalking and gaslighting, and you know, even eventually in an accident where this guy got, you know, the, this car fell over and the guy went through the windshield. And he, he lived, but I don't know, you know, that was the end of that. 
And uh, I was, they were trying to blame me for it. And it was, like I said, an accident. But I never really got over that. I had to just ask the Lord for, I mean, just, you know, I was just really tweaked because I was being gaslit and drugged and, and harmed. And, um, you know, so I was involved in, in uh, you know, a, a rear ender that eventuated in, in, a, in a guy who's probably ne never, you know, being on disability the rest of his life if he did survive. But I mean, uh, you know, I, 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 I you know, it was just a, a terrible um, thing that happened. And I know on my part it was an accident, but they tried to say I did it on purpose. And that was not true. That was absolutely not true. It, um, And eventually that got uh, dropped because there was another witness that came forward that said, no, it was not on purpose. It was definitely an accident. It was, it was a, you know, it was a stupid accident. It was actually caused by the person that actually caused it, that, that, that you know, that rolled out uh, where she shouldn't have. And, um, you know, rather than stopping... You know, rather than hitting the brakes. So it's really, you know, but it was you know, chain reaction. Anyway, it, I, I felt so terrible about that for so many years. And I, you know, prayed and prayed and prayed about it. And there was no record. There was no um, record that could be seen that, you know, I was for years kept away, you know, years and years and years, you know, sequestered. And so I was not able to... Uh, you know, to even check on the guy that, you know, got hurt. But, you know, it, it uh, no fatalities, thank God. But it was like, you know, I couldn't really, that was, it just, it, it, you know, ate away because there was a suspicion that I had done something on purpose. And I know I didn't in my, you know, in my, you know, in my heart of hearts, I knew that I, had, I did not intend for anyone to be in an accident and, and or anything. But uh, I've just... You know, must have misjudged the distance or something. And anyway, so they were trying to, you know, just just do anything they could do to get me, you know, thrown away, to get me removed from society, to get me to toss me away because of the fact that I did not agree with their Satanism. I didn't agree with the gaslighting. I didn't agree with the Satanism. I didn't agree with the pedophilia. I didn't agree with that didn't agree with the human trafficking and the trafficking of children and child porn and all this stuff they're into. Didn't agree with it. You know, because I saw committing, people committing suicide right and left who had been indoctrinated in the same stuff and gone through the same things. So, of course, I'm, I'm you know, but then they're like, well, you can't fight, it's too big. And, and, and I try to tell people, like, oh, no, you know, Z, you're, you're just off your rocker. And then now, total vindication the way I put it 20 years ago was more accurate than any other broadcaster. Because, see, unlike the, the people that focused on the Illuminati and bloodlines and, 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 you know, these Satanists over here and those over there, you know, I was able to identify the entire world and the entire society, which I'd been doing since I was a lot younger anyway. You know, I'd been on that trail. So I knew that it was the guy in the bookstore, the guy at the 7-Eleven, the, the guy, the, the, the fire, the entire fire department, you know, the lifeguards. And that they would participate in taking, you know, lambs, people that are just, you know, innocently pursuing their own lives, and they would throw obstacles in front of them, try to hurt them, like a lifeguard would try to drown you, you know, that sort of thing. 
And, and, um, you know, so I saw this behavior coming from all these different angles and people are saying, you get it yet? And I'm like, yeah, you, you people need to be put down like, like rabid dogs. You people need to shut the fuck up. You people need the big smackdown of God. And guess what? A lot of these people that were participating in that back then, they're dead now. So I'm not getting it. The only, no, I have no vengeance. I, I, like I said in the documentary, I forgive them all. I feel sorry for them. Well, can you imagine if they stayed the course with Satan and the gang stalking and the rituals and the, and the pedophilia and the trafficking and all the stuff they were into? Also, they were trafficking in arms, weapons. I mean, it doesn't stop there once you join. You're trafficking coke from South America, CIA coke, CIA guns, guns, drugs, wars, everything. You work your way up the ladder, you're doing all the stuff that you don't like out there. You know, FBI and, you know, shooting a 78-year-old man because he has a cane, He's on a, he has a cane and you just feel bored one day. You know, all of this comes from the root cause. And people say, well, I don't believe in Satan. It's fine, you don't have to believe in Satan. Um, you can, you can you say Lucifer if you like. You can say the dragon if you like. It doesn't matter, the force of evil. But whatever it is, when people, uh, once in, never out, understand? Once in, never out. One, but once out, never in. So when you're accepted by Jesus Christ, when, that, when you're in Christ, then you were completely rejected. And if that's the system that runs the world, then the world would completely reject you. That's, that's the answer. Not these people over here. Remember back in 2002 and three, all those false prophets? Do you remember that? Oh, boy. Talking about the Bush family. You know, Stu Webb is out there talking about the Bush family. And they're going to do a sacrifice tonight. It's this, you know, Baphomet Day or something. You know, they require, you know, uh, you know, they require cutting your balls off or whatever it is. You know, some kind of dismemberment and sex right afterwards. Um, you know, whatever it is. Some some horrible thing. You remember Russ Dizdar was all involved in that. And... Um, and, and making it look like it was some kind of regional thing, you know? I'm like, what are you people talking about? You, yeah, why? Why did we have a falling out with Russ and other people? Because they were hiding something. Stan Day was another one. Art Bell was another one. All the, George Norrie's another one. I just go right down the list. You know, uh, Marzuli, another one, big time. No one even knows what he's all about. I've, I've actually met, met with him back in Los Angeles before I changed my name and before I really got the call of the Lord. You know, he, he was trying to get me, you know, handled by this guy named uh, Bill Myers, I think it was a, an author at the time. Or no, Bill was trying to get me to, to be handled by uh, Marzuli. And then I... I I basically told Marzulli to go fuck himself. And that was because uh, all I wanted from him was for him to read a few couple of chapters of my book, Lamb, and help me because he had publishing rights through Zondervan, of all people. And then I was told that you can't get Zondervan unless you're part of the club. I thought it was a Christian. Oh, man, am I stupid. But then again, I ran right up against the same naive thing that I do, you know, thinking that, Someone's going to give me a fair shake. All those guys that I just mentioned, you know, naming names, 
It doesn't matter now. It's his soul that's at stake. His soul is at stake. He's out teaching the gospel, preaching the gospel. That's great. Great. I give him you know, props for that. Great. Trying to teach that through the UFOs, Nephilim, it's all demonic and all that. Great. You know, Mike Heiser, all those guys, fantastic. But they're involved in something else. Yeah. Or they were. Heiser was all into, like, programming. And he was wanting to program me. You know, he'll deny it. But all these guys were, you know, they all know Bill Schnabelin's another one. I mean, I could just go on and on and on and on and on and on. And it's, there were just, like, controlled opposition in spiritual warfare. And people would flock to them and get baptized and, and you know, go to the Holiday Inn and have a seminar and then pay for that and then get baptized and think that they were really on their way. Now, the only real baptism the Lord puts you through, baptism by fire, baptism publicly, yes, but that's, that's one thing. But it's, it's, you know, how you handle persecution is going to determine, you know, and, and, and adversity is really determines your walk with the Lord, right? And most of us fail at that. And some of us, though, you know, have an affiliation with the world. You want me to be quiet? I can't let you back outside until we go without snakes. Anyway, so that's the, yeah, we're going to deal with the snake. It's funny there's a snake visiting us today. <laughs> but so the, the, so the bottom line, you know, it, 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 you know they were wrong. And uh, the Bible is right. The Bible is absolutely right. And it was the whole world. I, I knew people that knew this too, and they had little tiny talk shows and things, and they disappeared. But they knew it was the whole world. They knew it was, you know, it's very simple. Don't let people start dividing your mind up and start making you think different things or, you know, just focusing on one thing and, and, and not seeing the, you know, the snake right there on your left, you know, the, 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 the thing that's come to get you on your right. Because the the real gospel is 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 for the meek. It's it's really is for people that can't really defend themselves. You know, it's really for people that that need. It's not even about like you can't defend yourself. It's more like, and, and that doesn't mean you don't have you can you can get a rifle, but you have a million people against you. So that that's kind of the, the whole point. Is that you can't really defend yourself? Not it's not you. You got courage. You're willing to defend yourself. It's not you. It's the situation that God is looking at. He knows you need help. He knows you need to be guided. He knows you need to not fall in with cult leaders. Right? Which is one reason I guess that I end up cussing and stuff, and I'm just kind of a mess up here. And I, I admit I'm fucked up. I'm totally fucked up. I mean, I'm, this show actually keeps me, you know, somewhat sane, but, but I get, you know, there's all kinds of things that I just can't really get into right now, but that just show that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to pull it all together. You know what I mean? Just, um, but the world, I guess, just freaks me out. <laughs> like right now, I, I just, I, I just can't seem to, 
Maui was sort of it for me because that, see, when I was a kid, Maui was like a place I was always going to go to escape. I was going to surf. I was going to have my wife, you know, Trish, and, you know, surf these, you know, mellow breaks, like, you know, maybe a medium day at Honolulu Bay would have been nice, and then any reef break in Maui would be nice. And I was going to, like, you know, eat coconuts and <laughs> drink, drink beer and... um just like live the life of a beachcomber or something and, you know, and, you know, grow food and, you know, maybe, um, you know, I was thinking maybe taking up painting or something, trying to sell paintings and, you know, doing some endeavor that's, that's geared to the island. And Maui was always this kind of magical place that I was going to... A magical place I was going to wind up in. Well, he's going to go right to the snake. So that's why I think I got triggered by it because, you know, I also know these people. I've talked to them in depth, like locals in depth, about, you know, how they feel about America and how they feel about the United States taking over. Do they feel oppressed? How do they feel? And, I, you know, I naturally say don't fall for the communists because they're just, they're, 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 the, they're the people that are, they, they, they'll just pay you off to get your agreement and then they'll just oppress you. You know what I mean? They'll just like throw you in jail. So I was kind of trying to explain that, you know, if, if communism doesn't work because men run it, you know, and theocracy is not going to happen in Hawaii, you know, that the people, you know, you got to find the Lord and you, know, but the, the Lord is, is easier to find in a society that, that, you know, I guess is oppressive. Um, who else are you going to turn to? Some of these guys are getting through this horrible J6 thing. And that also has freaked me out. The fact that this Merrick Garland would be, so mean, so dirty. Oh, I mean, he's worse than Al Capone. He's he's actually worse than than you know Charles Manson and all that. He's he's worse than you know Ed Gein or any of these um, you know serial killers, Jeffrey Dahmer. He's worse than all of them and every criminal you've ever heard of. His heart is just pure evil, pure blackness. He has no soul. He's just all about vengeance. And all about Obama's vengeance. Obama wants vengeance. Remember I've told you that some years ago, and I'm telling you that again. I told you that a couple months ago. Obama's whole motivation, because I, I need to learn to, to know motivations of characters. His whole raison d'etre, if you will, his whole reason to exist is vengeance. And that is akin to Satan, because Satan's whole reason to exist is also vengeance. So that's why they're treating the J6ers like that. It's vengeance. See? It's spiritual war. That's what's going on there. Not, oh, I don't understand they didn't do anything. That's not it. It's vengeance for who they are. It's also a way to punish God by punishing them. Because they're all believers. All these guys pray together and, you know, and I mean, you may not like them. And maybe they, look, I have a lot of friends that slip back and forth between the dark side and the, less now than before. And I'm hoping those people I mentioned, no, no, I'm not saying it's true today, but I hope the people I mentioned have, you know, straightened that out because I didn't like when they were oppressing me, when they were, when they were gaslighting me. I didn't like it. When I see them gaslighting me, though, then the name gets named. Okay? So I make no mistake. I'm 100% accurate. Well, maybe 99 I want to leave room for their repentance, though. I mean, they know God, they know the scriptures, they know everything, but there's just some little thing 
some affiliation, some little tie, something that's not in the public or else the public would have discerned it. And I discerned it. I discerned it not, not by being psychic, but by being attacked. So if they attack me, then I figure they don't know Jesus because he's the one that sent me into that situation. So then it becomes, you just don't like me because I speak my mind. You don't like me because I'm, I'm, I say the F word where you can't even utter it because you, you, people would be horrified if you did. And, you know, I, play, I, I shamelessly play my own music because, you know, I try playing other people's music, but then I get flagged. So I had to become a, a producer in order to... Uh, so I did. I, you know, I became a producer of, of sounds, and I'm going to go back in there today and get something done because I'm so wound up inside. I can't really write right now. I'm just, you know, I'm just... I'm just I just need these... In the spirit, I'm very disturbed. You know, I feel like I'm under attack, kind of. But I also feel like it's all clearing up and leading to a a better day. You know what I mean? I can see ahead and I can see this beautiful, you know, uh, time that's coming. It's just like a complete opposite of what we're going through right now. And... I need to tell you this. The smackdown from God comes from within them. You see, God, he, 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 it's brilliant. He gives them the idea to self-immolate, you know? <laughs> he gives them the idea to, you know, they get caught in Maui, and they all get blamed. He makes people turn on the billionaires. I mean, he's, he's, he sees the hearts and minds. He's, he's all working all the time. They're not precise. They're panicked right now because they made so many mistakes. The mistakes have been caused by God and the angels are just making them, you know, they get inside their head, you know what I mean? And they say, oh, you better do this, you better do that. And then they do it and then it's a mistake. And then they have to cover it. They have to light more fires. But then they get caught lighting more fires. They get caught. But all they want to do right now is call a timeout, you know, to reconnoiter, to re you know, to regroup, but to have a timeout, they need to have a lockdown. They were supposed to already have the lockdown right now. And of course, they got to have it by the election, so there's no election. And that's, you know, that's what they're, that's what they're, in a, in a short term, that's what they're planning. Uh, I'd be a fool if I told you they're not going to succeed on any level, but I am not going to be a fool. I'm going to tell you that the smackdown will be before that time. It'll be, you know, just like Proverbs 1, okay? They will lay wait for their own blood. Psalm 37. Don't be jealous of the wicked because they're billionaires and all this stuff. Don't be jealous of that. You don't want to become a billionaire big bang baby, do you? No, I didn't think so. You can be naive and they can call you a baby because you're naive. Stay naive. Beautiful. Let God protect you. But you don't want to become, you know, a fork-tongued devil like them. I mean, you know, and then wah, 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 you got more money so you can order, you know, the Maui police around. Listen, I saw this with my own family. I saw this when I was, when I got hit on that car on Palm Drive. I saw this. 
all the stop signs were going, you know, before I even get back from the hospital. You know, before you know it, they're all there. One phone call. Right? One phone call. Torch, Lahaina. Same thing. Who, but who dictates it? It's the people you don't see. It's, it's, it's the, you know, it's the billionaire class that, that launches all that. You know, they tell Biden what to do. They tell the UN what to do. They tell the corporations what to do. They tell the military what to do. They. You know, the Larry Fink's, what Larry Fink was having, him just a, I can see him salivating. He just wants to get there and they want to just lock down these islands, you know, lock, lock in their, uh, their paradise. But I always ask the question, how can they have paradise when they're just one big Judas goat? I mean, how could you only lay in the sun? You mean you wouldn't have a pang of guilt that you just destroyed your own family and everything on earth and you, God hates you and you're just a, a complete abomination so you're out there having a nice suntan? I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And as failing as I am with God, you know, where I could be much better and I'm, I just haven't been. As I've improved my health, though, I have gotten more, have, I feel more fidelity with the Lord. But it's not like it used to be. It used to be just on fire every day, but I was under siege pretty much. So maybe, you know, but I'm finding that again. I'm hoping to really find that at three in the morning, you know, is to really get close with the Lord. And I sometimes I'll ask a question and I'll get something back from Satan, something back from a demon, you know, who are trying to get me to... Uh, to, to mess up in some way. I mean, they're trying to get me to make a bad decision. And God is going to make them make bad decisions. But see, I'm not the, the billionaire here. I can't call somebody and have them, you know, you know, you know, you know <laughs> nuke someone I don't like. I can't do that. Plus, I don't want anything. I mean, I'm here in a great spot. And I've been here for over 20 years. But I don't want to, you know... I don't not want what I don't have. If, if, I, if I can't afford it or whatever, I just soon let it go. Not think about it. If another guy has the airplane, that's, that's fine. You know, God will give me what he wants me to have. And whatever works I do, including this one, I'm just, it's a gift to God. I'm just giving it to the Lord right now. Lord, I just give you this podcast in Jesus' name. Amen. It's yours. Your podcast, your your home, your life, because, I mean, my life is like, you know, I see how expendable I am. I see I could go at any time, you know? I could be sitting here and just feeling like great shape, and you're going, oh, he's going to live another 10 years, and the next thing you know, I'm not here. That could happen, and I'm, I'm, my eyes are fully open on that. You know, you can have a heart attack, and that's the end of it. It's okay. There is no shame in dying, please. Otherwise, well, I'd be really freaked out right now with all this going on, plus dying, you know, plus old age. Oh, geez, wow, that would be... But because the Lord is there, I have comfort, and that's how I have you know, fellowship with guys like Charles. We have completely different backgrounds. I mean, it couldn't be more opposite, and yet we're you know, completely in agreement on almost everything. You know, whether we're talked it with each other or not. I'm sure, I hope he will join us on the 20 on 20. We're just going to keep going until we can't go anymore. And I'm so happy that season's coming back, that prayer group, because 
man, did that get the, the human trafficking thing up and up and in, in the public eye? Oh, you bet it did. And then we got Trump, who made January the, the anti-human trafficking month. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, child sex trafficking awareness month, whatever. That was that was awesome. As flawed as that guy is, that was amazing. You know, and if, you know, and he's he's got the nerve to run again. <laughs> what is it, Ben? Okay, we gotta go see that snake. We're gonna have to go put a snake out of its misery. And in uh, Jesus' name, God bless. And uh, no, I don't invite rattlesnakes into my home. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you next time. <coughs> what is it now? Here we go.
Yeah, 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 yeah.